Yeah, the Bacino Bacino business. It's a segment that they that they do that's reoccurring. Uh, Bucatino business. Yeah, Bucatino business. Welcome to Always Listening, Episode 4. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And we are Always Listening. This week, we've been listening to... The Thrilling Adventure Hour! I think you missed your calling, Josh. Man, I... He, so just off the top, I love this show. <laughs> I really do, too. It's a, it's a big spoiler alert. We don't like to give it away quite so quickly normally here on Always Listening, but it, this show is hard to contain my excitement for. But Josh, you did suggest it, so please uh, do the honors. That's right. I'll do the early lifting. So you can find more about the Thrilling Adventure Hour at thrillingadventurehour.com. Hosts, it's more of an ensemble because it's really a radio play, but it does have some writers. Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, and directed by Aaron Ginsberg, which I know sounds like maybe it's a joke, right? It's funny how they always say it, like in the intro. Yes. Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Yes. I I read the Wikipedia page many, many times, and I clicked through a couple of times, and I did some Googling. I'm pretty sure it's not a joke. But it's hard it, to tell with this show. Is it not a joke? Are they actually Ben Acker and Ben Blacker? What a what a dink, right? Yeah. Like what a what a coincidence. It's hey, it works out really great if you want to put on a show like this, I uh, guess. So what how would you describe this show, Joel? I it's it's Monette Dixon line, which we reviewed a, a long long time ago, except it's it's all references, pop culture references that I get and it's done uh on, in front of a live studio audience for a podcast as opposed to for you know south african radio (laughs) you know what the oh man here's kind of an interesting thing with that if you if you put those two podcasts up against each other in fact it's monat dixon line that i think will never record another podcast and all of a sudden one (laughs) appears just out of the blue and it's generally shows and stuff that happened Way back when, yeah. The, so the if you haven't checked out our episode, and I'll have links in the show notes. By the way, the, but the Monat Dixon line is re-released uh, stuff that that June Dixon and Donald Monat. They're a couple who uh, worked in radio in in the BBC abroad in South Africa, especially, but in many places all over internationally. Uh, and they they put on radio plays mostly. They did some TV work as well. But anyway, we reviewed that quite a while back. You can find it in the archives. And this show. I'm right from moment yeah, one. So, I was wait, like, so it's, think about it's like this. that, but it's modern. So think about this. That's what Monat Dixon line is. The Thrilling Adventure Hour is a new style of old-timey radio done now, but is not happening anymore. Yes, it is now over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's um, great. The Thrilling Adventure Hour is a staged production in the style of old-time radio recorded in front of a live audience at Largo at the Coronet in Hollywood. We, we did come to this one a little bit late, Josh. Uh, how, how, how long an episode, though, can people expect? Depends, man. Completely depends. So what you have is you have, like, reoccurring episodes, reoccurring segments. So you have, like, Sparks, Nevada, Marshall on Mars, which is... Just ridiculous. All of this is silly. All of this is silly. 
kids, shine your Astro Spurs and don your robot fists, because it's time for Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Justice rides a rocket steed across the crimson plains of the fourth planet where one man brings fear to robots and aliens and hope to humans who make this frontier planet their home. He is Sparks Nevada, Marshall Lamour! I'm from Earth. With the help of his Martian companion, Croach the Tracker. I am from Galoot's Proct Hall. Mars. But that's one that happens a lot. Another one that happens a lot is Beyond Belief. Oh, Beyond Belief makes me so With happy. Frank and Sadie. Frank and Sadie. I want to see a movie starring Frank and Sadie, man. <laughs> and that would be fun. I wonder if... Unless they're carrying wonder, the martini tray, darling. What? <laughs> I love it. It's time to send the little ones to Dreamland and set your radio's dial to spooky. Both the doors... Lock your windows and steal yourself a mysterious suspense as we take you beyond belief. Meet Frank and Sadie Doyle, the toast of the upper crust, headliners on the society pages. And oh yes, they see ghosts. Who cares what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Unless evil's carrying the martini tray, darling. What is the show that was on, maybe it was Comedy Central, maybe been FX, I don't remember, but it's like the period comedy, like it's spoofing all the period shows. Oh, I don't know. Oh, man, I wonder if it's the same people that do this. I would not, so the, the, the group behind this, by the way, you, you because did Because it's mention, a lot of the same actors, I mean, a lot the, of the same uh, comedians. It's the Work Juice Players, that's the name of the group that, that comes together and, and performs these shows. How long did it take you to figure out that Work Juice is coffee? Almost immediately, immediately because I, I one of the first things that I listened to was a work juice ad uh, where they where they advertised for coffee where the uh, king the, but, where the king of coffee came. Yeah, and, the Bacino Bacino business. Bacino. It's a segment that they that they do that's reoccurring. Uh, Bucatino business. Yeah, Bucatino business. But he, so, for example, here's a here's just a, a description of one of the shows. The cross-time adventures of Colonel TikTok, a foppish gentleman, mends the timeline in service of the queen. And it's a, it's a scripted radio play. Uh, and you get to hear the adventures of, uh, of Colonel TikTok. And it's all, like, just fun, silly stuff. You can really escape in this show. So, yeah, and a perfect example for me was the Frank and Sadie Doyle bit, the, the Beyond Belief. So the idea there is that Frank and Sadie are fast-talking married mediums. Nick and Nora Charles are the, the pair that are referenced. Is that they're, Yeah, they're from The Thin Man. That's what I thought, because the joke in The Thin Man was always that they were both drunk continuously. Yeah. So what they do is they, they end up solving paranormal mysteries. They're effectively like drunk Scooby-Doo's. Yeah, but it's, it's really it's Frankenstein and sadistic. Is that what her real name is? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, Frank and Sadie are the shortened versions of what their names are. Oh, nice. No, they were my favorites by far. I loved every time they were they were on the uh, the airwaves, so to speak. Uh, although there were so many of these that were good. Like for instance, you mentioned the Sparks Nevada Marshall on Mars. That the whole intro to that, that like the the intro, the song is. 
fantastic. I uh, my daughters both my my 22 month old uh, twin girls they loved the Sparks Nevada theme song, but more than that they enjoyed the Captain Laserbeam theme, theme oh, yeah? song. Have you heard that one? No. Yeah, it's pretty good too. Look in the horizon, in the distance. Is that a lightning bolt? No! Is it some sort of shooting star or comet? No! It's Captain Laserbeam! Yeah! Who's that flying at the speed of light? City's cursed by crime He's on the scene in laser time Captain Laser Beam Captain Laser but Beam But Sparks Nevada, though, while I was enjoying it, period, I came upon an episode of Sparks Nevada that featured Cactoid Jim. Have you heard him yet? <laughs> who did, Do you know who does Cactoid yes, Jim? Nathan Fillion. Is, nice. He plays Cactoid Jim. And that, man, anything with Cactoid Jim in it, and apparently he's got some episodes, some segments all to himself eventually, they go and listen to the Cactoid Jim episodes. That's I'm going to strongly recommend them, and I'm going to give you a little taste of him right here. Some spook type of cattle was stampeding towards our church in the middle of our Sunday hymn. Well, he called in a favor from the man upstairs that burgers thanks to Cactoid Jim. start at this year's first annual mayoral retreat, and I am pure eager to learn from each of you. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, it does my heart proud. Can you hear it thumping fit to burst out of my chest as if to shake hands with you fine folk? You'll find book assignments on the big board by the four square court, as well as a schedule there of the events for the next few days. Of course, uh, these activities are encouraged, but optional. None of us is here to tell anyone what to do. We're mayors, not governors. <laughs> I guess we should start talking about host likability. I suppose There's not like you can't really you can't really let's talk about some of the, let's it's talk about some of the ensemble though we can yeah. list some of the players so uh, first of all Paul F Tompkins love him brilliant this is, is this the first Paul F Tompkins show that we've actually reviewed I think so yeah. yeah okay Paul F Tompkins if you don't know that name you probably don't listen to that many podcasts because he is on a bunch of them he's he's sort of all over the world of podcasting well, he also of, does um, at midnight a lot yeah he's on at but, but I think that. I think At Midnight is just, like, uh, that's mostly the Nerdist. Chris Hardwick? Yeah, Hardwick. I think Hardwick is just siphoning people out of his Nerdist podcast to be on his show. He's like, these people are all humorous. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's his friends mostly. Well, and, and comedians and whatnot. Right. Like, it's, it's people that are, that are fairly well-known often in the podcasting world. But I love Paul. I don't know why we haven't reviewed another show with him in it. He is on a bunch of different podcasts. A lot of people have said, oh, this show or that show or the other show is one of my favorites. He's awesome in this. He plays Frank, Frank, for one thing, but he's he's great in lots of other roles there, too. He plays the king of coffee as well. 
uh, Sam Levine, uh, Paget Brewster is another one of the main uh, players. Mark uh, Gagli- Gagli- Gagliardi. Aren't you glad that I'm saying these names? Mark Evan Jackson, James Urbaniak, Janet Varney, John DiMaggio, John Ennis, Josh Molina, who I love from the West Wing and Sports Night back in the day, Hal Lublin, uh, uh, Craig Kakowski, Busy Phillips, Autumn Reeser, Annie Savage. But there have literally been on um, guests that like like ridiculous. It goes on and it's like Saturday Night Live's guest list, man. And it's and some of these names are huge. No, well, it's kind of like what you wish Saturday Night Live's guest list could be <laughs> well i mean some of them are but uh, but i mean like right like you, martin star is never going to host saturday night live that's never going to happen no, but john ham has and he's on this list neil patrick harris has nick offerman could you know like Patton oswald has like these are some of these people are big jerry ryan is on this list you know you got uh anyway there's it's amazing. It's amazing the people that they pulled into this, Josh. So that's host likability. Let's talk about the production values. You mentioned that it's um It is a radio show, so you're going to hear it all. You're yeah. going to hear sounders, you're going to hear the doors open, you're going to hear the tinking of wine glasses, you're going to hear winks because it is an audio play. That's what it is. But the the and I guess this bleeds over into audio quality too. The recordings are done very very well. They they do this in a live studio. Nah, don't, you don't think so? I do not. I none of the episodes I listened to did I have a problem. I feel like they do a fairly good job of balancing the PA system or whatever for the live audience so that they can hear things and the recording for posterity. And I think we get a flavor of the audience. We get to hear the laughs. We get to hear the reactions from the from of the, the crowd. four categories that we give metrics on or or give what we, or our opinions on. Audio quality for this one's my least favorite of them. So let's move on to the content then. I love the way that they describe this show right at the very beginning. Yes. I, yes. I, what you, do they say? You, they say, oh man. You're, you're going to play this after I say it right, and then, see, yes. and then everybody's going to see how wrong I am. Yes. That's what you're going to do? Yes. Okay. Um, you want me to read it? I've got it written down. I was <laughs> going to give it to you. Oh, no, no, no. It says, a new style production of old-timey radio. Nice, yes. Uh, I also love, though, that they mentioned that it's broadcast live uh, from, or recorded live in Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. California, America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very specific, geographically speaking. And now, coming to you from Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, America, it's the nation's favorite new-time podcast in the style of old-time radio, The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Uh, so- See, I really wanted them to, to keep going with that like um, like our town does. It was like, of America, of the northern hemisphere, of the world, of the galaxy. Like, if they were just kept going, but that'd be way too long. So this show started back in 2011, January of 2011. It wasn't always a member of the Nerdist Network, but pretty early on in the run, it became a member. So the vast majority of these episodes have the, you are now entering Nerdist Industries. Yeah, and to say that, that so to say that they're really, like, they're kind of done with the show, there's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous amount of content produced from the show. Yeah, so uh, if you're if you have not found it yet, if you like us or are, are coming over, you know, late to this thing, there's lots of stuff out there for you. In fact, did you know, Josh, that there was a crossover episode of this show? With what show? 
Welcome to Night Vale. That's not really. That's not surprising. That's yeah. not surprising at all. That's awesome. Uh, it's on the iTunes Music Store. It's for sale there. It's on Night Vale's Bandcamp. Uh, no, so you have to buy well. it. Yeah, you have to buy mm. it. it. They recorded it at San Diego Comic Con in 2014. The thrilling. It was called uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour and Welcome to Night Vale crossover. That was the official title, uh, and that's out there too. That's actually pretty brilliant. Yeah, and it was announced in uh, at Comic-Con in 2014 at New York Comic-Con. It was announced that after 10 years of live monthly thrilling adventure hour stage performances, the last such performance was in April of 2015. There will now be two new monthly comics in the Sparks Nevada and Beyond Belief storylines starting February 2015. Look at that. There's comic books now. Interesting. Sp- Sparks Nevada is just like... It's... Re- it's- it is like the spaghetti western of the Princess of Mars. Uh, hey, here's the cool thing, though. The podcast will continue because they're going to make audio versions of the comic books. Oh, <laughs> So there nice. you go. So at least those, the Sparks Nevada and the Beyond Belief storyline will continue. do some cross promotion. Yeah, I'm all about that, folks. All right. Uh, so do you have some don't miss moments, Josh? You would <laughs> here again. Okay. So I know I said last week that this doesn't happen very often. And I know you're going to be really tempted to call me a liar. But in all that, how many episodes have we done total? How many reviews have we done total? This would be our 74th, I think. 73rd or 74th. So in 73 or 74 episodes, this has happened less than five times. Yeah. We have the exact same favorite (laughs) moment again. I don't know if our reasons are the same. The reason that this is my favorite moment is because I know for a fact this is the moment that hooked me in the show to I'm like, this is something I'm going to like. Our story begins high above Manhattan in a luxurious penthouse suite at the famed Plaza Hotel, where Frank and Sadie Doyle make their home and their martinis and ask the most bedeviling questions. Frank, darling, if you had to choose, would you choose me or liquor? <laughs> that you would ask me such a bedeviling question. Possibly the worst question in the history of inquiry. And that includes the time when Archduke Ferdinand, in remarking upon how lovely a day it was, asked his attaché the terrible question, what could possibly go wrong? You're so shaken up, darling. Oh, your question has tried my very soul. (laughs) I was speaking to the martini. Well, as long as it does not answer back, advantage Frank. (laughs) Now speak no more, love. I don't grant your premise. Whatever shall I do instead of speak? I have some ideas. (laughs) Sadie. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Sadie, did you eventually hear a door knocking noise? this hour. Everyone we know is here. Ready yourself, my dear. Ready yourself for a door opening noise. (laughs) Oh! Why? There's a quiet door. The 
most of door openings pass. <laughs> Christmas has come early. Yes, that was that was the moment that got me too. And here's the note that I I was driving when I listened to it, and I paused my podcast player as soon as that moment happened and switched over to my note-taking app and I dictated in this message. This is what I wrote. I said, I love it when they break and yet they carry on. They, they break in character too. Yeah, they, they break in character and they yeah. incorporate it into the story because they are so professional. For instance, in episode one, this, is, this was not the first episode I listened to, but it was a great example of what I was already enjoying. I'm assuming it's done live, so they're not taking any breaks. They're not do, redoing anything. No. So there's always kind of one person in the ensemble that kind of keeps it going. Or like sometimes uh, one of the players will kind of step on a line or jump ahead or forget a line. And it's uh, it's always fun to see them try to work work it out, like work it back into the show. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just I love it. I love it so much. All right. So are we are you going to keep listening, Josh? Yeah, I'll probably eventually listen to all of these. I will absolutely listen to every single one of these. And if they are, if they are in fact, continuing to do the, the comic book audio versions, I will listen to every single one of those, too. I, especially since they're doing a Beyond Belief, I'm so, so happy that you suggested the show. It's just fun, man. And, and so many times, you know, we talk about, well, what value does this have? What value does this podcast bring? Like, if it's a history podcast, is it, <laughs> is it? One that's going to capture your attention and take you on this ride, or if it's a, if it's an interview podcast, are you learning something new about these people, or is it just them coming on to uh, promo what's coming up and to parrot a lot of the stuff they've already been talking about? Then that can get very tiring and very monotonous. But this show is just pure fun. I agree. Oh my goodness, what a fun show! All right, you got to go check it out. Go to thrillingadventurehour.com. You can find links in our show notes. And uh, listen to it for yourself. If you do check it out, let us know what your favorite character was or your favorite uh, bit, your favorite segment. Uh, We would love to uh, make sure that we don't miss some of the best ones, too, as we're continuing our journey through that podcast. You ready for some listener mail, Josh? Ooh! All right, let's talk about uh, what do we got here. This one comes from Bill Zimmerman. He writes in, and uh, you can, too, at alwayslisteningpod at gmail.com. That's the email address. He says, Joel and Josh. Love Pod on Pod. You have added many shows to my queue, including No Such Thing as a Fish. Good choice. I had uh, I got feedback today from somebody saying that No Such Thing as a Fish. In fact, they just call it Fish now. They're nice. Like, like Fish is my favorite podcast. That one and uh, and the Dan Carlin. This uh, this guy Brad had just finished listening to the Wrath of Cons. Nice. Uh, and he was, dude, he was amped up about some uh, Genghis Khan. Man. <laughs> I love it whenever anybody gets into Dan Carlin and everybody in their life is immediately inundated yes. with historical facts. Yeah. Did you know what was in the gut of a 17th century Genghis uh, warrior? Hmm? No, yeah. I do. I know exactly what he was eating. I've been there, my friend. Dan took me there. All right. <laughs> I got lost. Bill. Bill was talking about no such thing as a fish. All right. He says two things. First, I have a recommendation for a podcast app for Josh. Have you tried Pocket Cast? I have not, and it has been suggested to me in the past. He says there is a slight investment that's like $3.99 for the app, but there is a cool feature where you can link to your desktop as well. Uh, it's a one-time fee of $9 for this extra feature. Uh, he says, but he really loves it. It keeps his podcast synced across 
from his computer to his phone. If he's sitting at work, he can plug in and listen there. Then he can play it on his phone, et cetera, et cetera. You don't ever listen at work, though, do you? No, no. There's no way I can listen to it at work. Listen to any podcast at work. But here's what here's a problem that I'm that I'm finding because I'm adding I'm keeping more podcasts than what I mean to keep whenever we review them because I like them. But my list is getting so long, like. Dude, it's a pain trying to scroll through or trying to pick up or trying to. F- well, I and that's since he's bringing up uh, podcast apps here, which, by the way, we're going to do uh, uh, some more episodes in the future where we w- focus in on a couple of, of podcast apps specifically. Let me finish what he says here. Oh, no, that's it. There you go. Uh, he's got some second. He's got a couple of uh, show suggestions for us to review. But what I was going to say to your point is a lot of people that have an iPhone, like I do, they just use the podcast app from Apple that's built into the phone. And, and that app generally works great now. And it, it is pretty cool. It's got streaming built in if you don't want to download the shows all the time. That's one thing that's helpful if you're like us and you subscribe to a million shows. You can tell them, just hey, just tell me that it's there. I'll download it or stream it whenever I want it. Don't download them all and clog up my phone. I use Overcast. And I've been using it really since it came out. I have tried a few other apps in between, but I always go back to Overcast. And one of the reasons is because it handles so many podcasts so well. So I listened to a podcast on Overcast. I think I'm having something that you sent me. And you sent me the Overcast link and I listened to it. And I, and I did it like four times Yeah, the speed. Yeah, man, I think that's the way to go. I, now, see, and you're not even getting the benefit of the 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 best uh, speed boost feature. The the um, so the the real smart speed only happens on the phone. You can't even use it on the on the uh, the web browser, which is what you were accessing, yeah. right? But I do I like that he's got the web feature so that I can share an episode with somebody, and I can even share an episode with a timestamp. And the person that's getting that link doesn't need to have an app. They don't need to know what a podcast is. Right. They can just click the link and it works. And it works. I think that's really, really cool. I'm going to fully re-review his app, though, pretty soon because the 2.0 version is coming out and it will finally include, quote unquote, finally include streaming as a main feature. So that's something that a lot of people will not even consider an app until that gets there. You can't really use Overcast because he's not ever going to make an Android version because he's an iPhone only guy. But there are lots of great apps out there. I think you're going to have to look into the one that's got some sort of management in it, where you can uh, sort of tier them. You know, what were the uh, what were the podcasts he suggested? By the oh, way? good call. Yeah. Uh, so he he has a couple of suggestions here. This is again from Bob Zimmerman, the Christopher Titus podcast. I love Christopher Titus. Is he the? I did not know he had a podcast. He had the TV show Titus back yeah, in the day. He did. He did. I like him too. Uh, the Gizwiz. I'm assuming that's like Gizmos, like. Gadgets? I don't know. The Gizwiz, G-I-Z-W-I-Z. Hmm. Interesting. We'll look that one up. It's where you can uh, actually go and people call in and tell you the health benefits of uh, mogwai urine. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> and his last suggestion was, how did this get made? Which we've already Which reviewed. Which we've already reviewed. That's yeah. right. Uh, how did this get made? Uh, you can find in the archives. Uh, that's an Earwolf show where they... Was it Paul Shear? Yeah, Paul Shear's yeah. the main guy behind that one. And they, they talk about terrible movies. That's I really enjoyed that one. I think we both uh, suggested it, too. As a matter of fact, I'm still listening to that from time to time. I don't listen to it every week, but I do have it. Uh, I, I get the new episodes, and I, I, I hang on to them when it's a movie I've seen anyway. Um, all right. I'm about done with that one. You got anything else to add to this episode, Josh? No, I do not. All right. I want to remind folks to check out our Facebook group. You can email us as well, alwayslisteningpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear uh, back from you. But more than that, we want you to join the discussion. Suggest some of the shows that you love to our other listeners. 
uh, and uh, pick up some suggestions while you're there, too. We want you to join in the conversation next week here on Always Listening. We are going to be reviewing. What are we going to be reviewing? We're going to be reviewing Ivy Envy, Josh, and it's not even next week. It's coming up in just a couple of days. <laughs> We're going to re-review Ivy Envy because it's that time of year. Baseball season is uh, almost uh, done as we're headed into the playoffs pretty soon. And your Cubbies, uh, they're looking okay there. Hey, yeah, there's a good chance that they get home field for wild card. They've got um finish a series against the Cards, then they got one against the Pirates, uh, and they can, they can take the Pirates. Then they can move up. And then after that, we're going to be finally getting to Invisibilia from NPR, and that's uh, that's next week. You know what we could probably do? What? We could probably get Corey on it, and we could actually ask him questions like, hey, why did you, why did you guys choose to do this? Or why did you stop doing this segment? What made you add this segment? How are you choosing to interact with your uh, listener base? Because that's that's important, and I think that... Those could be some fantastic discussions. That's a pretty good idea, actually. You know how we might could do that? We could hook up a blab. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll talk to Corey and see if we can't make that happen. But all of that's coming up here in the feed. You don't have to do anything but stay subscribed. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher uh, or we're at blogtalkradio.com slash always listening pod. Until next week, we're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And we are always listening. Listening is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find more great reviews and our full list of episodes by searching for Always Listening in iTunes or Stitcher. Or go to blogtalkradio.com slash always listening pod. Find us on Facebook and Twitter as well, Always Listening Pod, and email the show, always listening pod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Enough by Bethany Rayburn.
two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.